Hello and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm Katie DeSanto. <laughs> Oh, As you can see, Christ. Katie is uh, digging Boy, into some hear. cake right now. Oh, good lord. You are hopefully. aware this is an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Like, that people are, like, potentially in their car listening. And some people you, might have misothomia. Isn't that what it's... I was just listening to a podcast that conveyed so much action with the sound effects that I thought maybe I could, like, harness that and, uh. you know... The, the sound Help effect you of you eating yeah, cake. It's usually, yeah, it's, relevant, the... it's usually relevant to what the discussion is. It's almost like I'm sitting right next to her while she's Listen, eating cake. That's John, what it sounds like. John Wick taught me to live my life to the fullest because you Ooh. never know when some exit man is just going to kill everybody. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> All right. so, I agree. Eat uh, cake. Okay. So today we are looking at the Kanye O. Reeves Gun Fu Action Juggernaut, John Wick. But first, as always, we ask the most important question of every episode. What are we drinking, or in Katie's case, eating and drinking <laughs> this episode? Tonight I'm just going with water because I have a, a little bit of a sore throat. So I'm uh, just going with water. Uh, you should Katie. get a big orange cup. There you go. That's what you need. Jim does not like Make to drink it. out of plastic. I don't. Um... Katie is drinking Delco's finest tea cooler, as well as a nice little reserve Chardonnay from One Hope, the Joseph Jewell Chard, 2013. This is a pretty uh, good available bottle. for sale yeah. from Katie DeSanto. Mm -hmm. um, One Hope on mm -hmm. Facebook. And if I'm you also not already liked Katie's One Hope uh, Facebook page. Please make sure you join now for great I, bargains and offers. I have to be honest. The the wine biz has suffered since the podcast has started. I just there's just not enough time for everything. <laughs> you should um, just uh, well then you're making a really poor choice. I know. <laughs> I know. Here I am. This is not a good idea. Here I am. I guess I love the two of you. I'm also eating the last piece of uh, Lily's communion cake, uh, which is full of gluten. And I'm just digging right into that because it's from Testa's and it's got whipped cream frost frosting. Excellent. It's so good. So, I'm uh, not a big fantastic. whipped cream frosting fan. Uh, you know I what? Like, it I took like me three days frosting. to come around to it. <laughs> three days? It really seems to be hard hit there. <laughs> I was originally disappointed that it wasn't buttercream. Eventually I knew I'd like it. But I ate more of it and then I came around. Yep. All right. Whipped cream well, That's crusty. how I ended up getting married. I think Aileen finally <laughs> just came around to them. And she's like, well, you know. That whatever. sounds eventually, pretty accurate. Eventually, eventually, <laughs> eventually exactly I'm sure I'll like him at some point here. <laughs> Can't be all bad. Yeah. Um, I'm just drinking uh, Miller Lite. All because right. it's what okay. I had it's what I had in the fridge so that's what I went with uh, alright fact checks uh, from last week's show on Varsity Blues um, first of all I just felt that Katie was a little um, cut off by Jim mm. in mm. what I found to be mm. possibly the most interesting elements of last week's show which is Katie um, expressing her and discussing her time in high school which might actually be a, a great podcast in itself and i want to encourage that? you yeah. to tell every high school story possible in, in upcoming episodes i appreciate that brian uh it probably was the most entertaining time of my life so there's that yeah uh i just back to one story thinking on it and i re-listened to the episodes for fact check um and just even more disturbed about the story you might think the story of the gym teacher who was like photographing girls changing and that's 
creepy and obviously very criminal. Yeah. Um, and, and but the idea that the teacher was openly mm. drinking at a bar and yep. that you were able to get into the mm. bar Shame. and then you now that's, after that's you so went weird. out drinking with your teacher did you go home and watch silk stockings with your mom <laughs> no don't <laughs> no, we've already really fascinated that. you're that. gonna get peg real pissed off no because that it's was later high that oh, was yeah, high school right. that's have... right that's what i'm saying that would have been a little bit late we, that would have been a little late okay i'm just but, um, i am intrigued by this listen Schuylkill County, the lines on drinking were a little blurry, but the peeping Tom was a no-no. Yeah. Yes, why? Well, that's, that's I mean, that's, that's why that's not interesting. No-no. That's just straight up criminal. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um, no. So please. Also, your trivia um, appearance on television aired. It happened. It was. And on... how was it? Now, some of us, if we, if you lived in the Philadelphia area, you could have seen it. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you're mm-hmm. a listener who did not, tell us how it went. It's funny. Um, Jim said that when I came out from backstage, he saw this like crazed smile plastered on my face and was like, oh crap, she is so nervous. And I was like, yeah, I what like backstage they were talking to like it was the producer and they were going all over all the legality crazy face. Brian. And I was like, I could feel myself like breathing weird. I was like, oh, I am nervous. It was terrible. And then I watched the episode. I said to Jim, I was like, yeah, but then I then I relax and the host talks to us. I watched that episode. I was like, oh, I. I look maniacal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, it was like crazy individual. Was like, ha, ha, the, through the whole thing. Oh, man. Can we please get some audio clips of this? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. some visual You can watch the whole thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Of the, my, the crazed Katie face. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. everybody can watch via the YouTube link and, in, link and enjoy uh, my... Clearly, I am much more comfortable on on this podcast than I am on local Fox 29. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got it. It's kind of like an it, it, it too. You got almost like Oh, an did it you watch look. the trailer? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, the It 2 trailer came out today. Oh, that's exciting. Um, Hi, Patty. It, the original, well, not the original, but It 1 yeah. um, in the fall, right before the release of It 2. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, okay. Uh, Should we do a compare, compare and contrast the the original? The original. Oh, I like it. it. Yeah. I that like that a, a lot. One. Yeah. Uh, it's also, by the way, today. Just as we talk to Stephen King, that uh, that they were recording this is the 25th anniversary of the release of the Stan miniseries on TV huh. with Gary Sinise and. Oh, there's, there's, good one. there's an, it's okay. And Corey Nemec, we get a Parker Lewis Canton. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Back to back. And, and Dahlberg. The tunnel scene comes yeah. from that, right? So yeah, for whatever people think so of that, I know. Is that it the that Lincoln? Was, yeah, it's the Lincoln uh, Tunnel. I'm pretty sure, not the Hollow. Yes, I think it's the Lincoln. Yeah, no, thank crazy. you. I don't, or maybe it's the Lincoln Tunnel in the book and the Holland Tunnel in the yeah. I don't know. Series. I don't remember. I just know. I so think different. of it every time we drive through either of those tunnels. Creepy, very creepy. Uh, we talked about Endgame last week, of course, with the box office. It is the first film uh, to break two billion dollars in under fourteen days. It crossed two billion dollars in eleven days. And it surpassed Titanic. And James Cameron, if anybody saw it, tweeted out this funny picture where he has the Avengers logo sinking the Titanic, yeah. um, which I think is kind of fraud. I um, think he's yeah, because he, he, like, like a few, a few so weeks he, ago, he, or was it a f- couple months ago? Wasn't he the one saying like, "I don't ever want to see another superhero movie again"? Yeah, let me do well, my other Avatar. Be- He's also going to be the guy who releases Avatar, the original, in every format possible, uh, again, to surpass it's Avenger. It's not that good probably. of a movie. It's oh, wait. not. 
Is Avatar still the number one? What's number yes, one? Yes, but not not for much longer. Titanic is, is so sunk. crazy to me. Yeah. I still, for the life of me, and that's a whole other discussion. I, I'm shocked with all the movies that have been released um, since then, and there's been some huge ones like Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. You know, all mm-hmm. the, that that nothing has passed it, but nothing has passed it. So yeah. we'll we'll see. It will be. Do you know what part of it is? As um, it was at the time expensive because it was. I believe the ticket prices for that were a little bit more because they were in like early IMAX mm. theaters and stuff like that, okay. which maybe impacted it. I don't mm. know. Um, so last week we were talking about craft beer, and oh, yeah. you know we brought up oh, what yeah. was the classification of it. Mm. So I did some research this week, uh, and the American Brewers Association. Mm. Um, says that in order for something to be deemed a craft beer, it needs to have a production run of 6 million barrels or less. And it needs to be uh, owned no more than 25% by another big or larger brewery. And that will give it that classification. I can see how Yingling would the second one but not the not first, the first one. one maybe i was mistaken yeah. so i don't i but i don't know it could be i i think we would probably maybe there's ways like, you can play around with maybe that it's, probably maybe they say idea. america's yeah. first craft beer but like it's no longer no 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 it wasn't that america's first brewery don't they is no that what, the tagline I, I, what is i'm now? wondering is that if i'm just mistaken that pennsylvania does have the most craft Beer oh. it, might, it might have what that falls into that category. Yeah. Interestingly, just today, because it was a big news story up in the Boston area, uh, Sam Adams just bought uh, Dogfish. I saw that. Oh, wow. So, 300 yeah. million. 300 million. Them. So awesome. I'll, be, I'll be interested to see what happens with that. Way to uh, go, Dogfish, about, guys. That's amazing. Yeah, nice cash there. I think they're still going to run it as Dogfish Head with just the capital from That's awesome. Sam Adams. That's um, very exciting. How did Billy Bob die? Hmm, Billy we wanted Bob. to know that. It was actually from liver and kidney failure. Yeah. And he was only like 45, so I'm not quite sure what... I couldn't dig up anywhere um, credible that said what would have led to that. He actually lost... He lost all that weight, though. Yeah, he he a lost a ton of weight and stuff like that. Uh, and I don't know maybe if it was just too much on the organs. Well, he um, lived for, I think it was like 10 years at a lower weight. Yes. So, had, yeah. Th- yeah. So was, I don't know what. But, did he lose so, the weight by doing a lot of cocaine? No, uh, he had gastric bypass. He had gastric bypass, but so it's not quite clear what led to that. But that oh, is, that um, is what happened to him. And we also mentioned Dan Barrio last week. And when I realized that some people don't know who he is, he let's just leave it that way. He's the, he's the boogeyman. Just in case. Oh, the boogeyman. <laughs> The so, Bubble Giga. Uh, he went to the or University whatever. of Scranton and he was a friend of Jim, ours. And he can you show. get those no, I can't. I can't get things. those titles. Can we make it look like it's... Those feel, feel like, a, like a superhero, like a comic book. The Bubble Ganoush. The Boogeyman. That's the Boogeyman. Barrio's the oh, Bubble I Ganoush. Like that, the little uh, the Bubble Ganoush uh, thing. Uh, okay, who's doing You want to do the rundown this week? Oh, yeah. Because I, d- I told it to my students this morning, okay. so I'm ready. Okay. So you I, told, I, you're talking John Wick with your yeah, students? Yeah, I also pitched it to Jim last night in bed. I was oh, like, okay. she, yeah, she like re-pitched the go. movie to me. Let's make a oh, movie. pitched the movie? Yeah. Okay. Here's the, here's the idea. We should tell it together. No, I, I, this is all you. you I, think, I, I think it was funny. All right, fine. So, um, ex-hitman finds love, gives up the shooting. Uh, wife dies of cancer. We assume some sort of a disease. Yeah, uh, her dying gift to him is a dog. Now, mind you, 
we don't really see much of that. Like we'll do like photograph snaps to get you to that place of like these things have happened. You're forgetting that you actually don't know that he's a hit. You're forgetting yet. the first thing we see in the movie is the is the flashback, or, or is current is just a crashed car and him lying. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Let's so go. You see a fast Let's go home, John. In lost terms. Okay. Um. So then, a guy sees his car and thinks it's hot, and Theon decides Greyjoy. he wants it. Theon finds his car attractive. And so he and his buddies still no penis. Track this guy yes. down, clearly acting out of a lack of penis. Uh, track this guy down to steal his car, um, and in the process of wanting to steal his car, they kill his puppy dog, who he has only had for mere day two three, um, and beat him senseless just so they can take his car keys. Um, surprise! Surprise! Turns out the guy that stole the car is the son of the unknown Russian organized crime lord that Keanu Reeves used to work for. What a small world. They didn't even know. So Keanu in the next 75 minutes has to kill everyone. Yes, and does it magnificently. There is one other human that he has a connection to, and it is William Defoe, not the cross-dressing oh, no. William Defoe. There's a few. One. No, there's a few. I'd say he the is. The hotel people don't count. Okay. The, Why? They're business associates. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord, the willy-nilliness of relationship in this movie. I we so there's a understanding that this man was some kind of a mentor to him in this Cedric. world. There, that where there are rules, but no rules, and so. Of course, to be fair, they, they go. They, kill the that rules man. are fleshed out a lot in the second movie. There is an actual. Thing That's with not those. to be fair. To be fair, to we are talking about movie one. We hear ref, ref, reference to rules. We don't know exactly what the rules are. Besides that, there is a hotel that is like Switzerland, where everybody <laughs> has to be peaceful. And, and the, the person, hotel, by the way, is becoming a television show. Of course, on stars. it is. And, of course, and it, and it was in the Flatiron Building. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. They used the Flatiron Building, <laughs> which, I mean, obviously, if you know New York, obviously is not a hotel, but they used the exterior of that, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. Here's what I feel like happened in the editing process of this movie. I hope somebody was like, I think we should spend oh. a little more time on story yeah. development. And somebody else was like, no, less story, more killing. Jerry would Absolutely. like to remind us that John Len Quizamo. John Leguizamo. Len, Len Quizamo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So somewhere along the line, Keanu and his hitman days of killing everyone made some friends. Yeah. Who feel well, he's like an the, allegiance to him. Was like the guy, apparently. So are they really right. friends, or are they just scared of him killing no, I don't that, think too? He, I think he tends to be nice to except for people he has to kill. All right, Brian, so what do you want to add to that? Rundown. We no, move I think that is. I don't think this is a genre that has particular story. I mean, this is a obviously, first of all, was crafted by stuntmen. You know, so if anything, it kind of falls into line that films that were being done. I would say, like in the late seventies, late 
90s. I guess you mm-hmm. could sprinkle in some 80s stuff there, but it's similar to like, um, you know, when Jim, you came up in October and we watched Smokey and the Bandit. That was directed by Hal Needham, who was the stunt coordinator for all these movies. And uh, like, so I, am I just not some... seeing it? Because I didn't look at this movie and think like, wow, that's amazing action. No, I didn't. These oh. stunts are crazy. Well, they I are just thought like, all, how many they're... ways can Keanu shoot a person? But no, because they're all practical. That's the difference. I am it. not um, sold. They the problem is that people now have action is like we go see Endgame, which is a very different movie, and action is these massive spaceships and no, all these. False. This was all hand to hand combat. Disagree. Insane. No, it is not insane. <laughs> it is a man with a gun. That's not insane. Well, That's cowardly. Before, clearly, Katie did not like this movie. <laughs> I just I, like I feel like we've watched other action movies where like folks were skilled and you know one of my students today was like Keanu Reeves trained for a long time to do those things. He That's great. He's an awful actor. He's a horrible oh, actor. I don't think so. I he think was he's not a good actor in this movie. Oh, I so think he was. I don't exactly care how long you perfectly. trained. I'll take Uma Thurman and Kill Bill any day. Completely different type of movie, though. But it's still an action. So, yeah, there's more story development. But when I look at the stunts in that one, we're talking about hand-to-hand combat versus sci-fi and computer-generated effects. Like, same idea, right? Like, that's hand-to-hand combat. Here's the thing is, I don't think it's as good as Kill Bill. No, it's It's certainly not. not. Yeah, but I also think it's very, like, Quentin Tarantino is going for a different genre. Like, I don't think that, I think this for what it is, which is like, if you're going to compare it to Kill Bill, I don't think so, because I think Kill Bill's like legitimately like a top, like there's arguments to be made, it's like a top hundred film. Absolutely. Like when you put the two together. So what else would you compare this to? I think it's, uh, in terms of like action stuff, I think it's in the, the, the category of films like the Fast and the Furious movies. I said that that is far I, like, superior. I, I, I honestly, to this. yeah, when we Katie talked about that up, Fast and the Furious last the, night, the first Much Fast better. and the Furious movie is a lot better than this. The first one, you think, like the first, the first very one? first like, one, uh, I think is an underrated film. You see, but yeah, but I don't think that that's even like that one. I don't even think is what I'm talking about. I'm talking more of like the newer Fast and the Furious. Oh, well, ones, we haven't seen where, those. Like the Rock is in because like the first Fast and the Furious movie was more like a thriller slash. You know, like the I'm talking about like the crazy. Everybody's got a gun. Everybody's kind of like this superhuman, but they're not like a superhero type situation. Like no regular person is obviously doing what almost any of these people do in this movie. Like John, like the action sequences and stuff like that. It's, no, no. it's a it's a hyper accelerated thing. Now, I don't put this movie in the category of like Mission Impossible where Tom Cruise is right. doing real stunts. Like I don't put it there. I was going to say but like I, oh, so what about like the James Bond movies? Like to, to I, me those are so well, much I more think that interesting. I don't. I think well it depends which one. I think this movie obviously wasn't as good as Casino Royale or Skyfall. Um, Skyfall. I, I think it was better than Spectre and I think it was better than um what was the uh Who was the uh, one in, what was Spectre? Spectre with Christoph Waltz is like um, the bad guy, and you find out about like Bond's youth and where he came from. I'll take uh, Die I, Hard. I, I never saw I'll take oh, well, Taken. Yeah, but, yeah, Taken. But, uh, Liam see, Neeson. Hand to hand combat. I don't love 
taken. Neither did I. I still think it's I better this than this movie. And I, no, but I'll <laughs> tell you what I think it was. There's still more interest there. This movie, and part of it is maybe if you see the second I actually think the second one is better, and it makes the first one better. Maybe. That's what Jim you, said. Because you, because they actually, the, the characters, like, they go back to the they hotel. They do a and shitty job in this movie. I mean, let's um, just call it what it is. This is oh. not a good movie. And, oh, and what you're saying is. is that the second movie makes the first movie good, well, but that's no, not a I'll thing. Well, no, because I'll watch the second movie. But I think the first the movie's movie, not good. Oh, I think the second movie is better than the first, but the first movie's good if you look at it for what it's supposed well, to be. So what do you when get out of it? Well, I think that you're missing what Keanu Reeves was attempting to pull off. Tell me what is, he pulled off. Keanu Reeves is attempting, it's it's the equivalent, I think, it's a meshing of two things. Stylistically, in terms of, first of all, the way they shot the film was great. Like, visually, like, the cinematography of it, I thought looked really cool. The lighting... It looked like The Matrix. Like, it looked I was like, say, well, it I looked like Bad the Boys. Matrix. Like, oh, ba- oh, think so. Kurt, Bad Boys, dude. Oh, Bad Boys is like, so uh, Bad good. Boys is a good movie. That scene in the nightclub was straight out Jesus. of that... that <sighs> yeah, I didn't love the nightclub scene as much, but I'm telling you, I like when the, they do the Hotel Continental. I like the lens flare stuff, the, the lighting yeah. pieces of it. Um, that was how they lit it in that and how they used New York it was supposed to be a kind of updated the way they lit and angles and stuff is like the noir movies of the 40s and 50s. So that was just the production side. It looked not the good. Acting, it looked not good. the acting part. The acting part legitimately if you look at him and I and I would argue if you went and looked at like the Clint Eastwood westerns of the 60s and 70s the character of John Wick is not that different than that genre of film in terms of the amount of dialogue, the like what is the thing that starts the arc of like the wife dies or a daughter kills. Right, right, right. I think it's but so my point is I think that's what it is. And I don't go and people love those like Clint Eastwood ones, not saying like this is a greatest movie ever made, but you go to watch it more for the action pieces. And again, I think the action pieces are better in the second one, but I think there's some cool stuff they do in this. And then I also think like the ending, I'm not a super huge fan of because I feel like that was too stereotypical of like the one bad guy and, <laughs> that, and the guy. The fight. final showdown was so freaking dumb in this movie. Wait, I, feel, I feel like that happens in so many. <laughs> yeah, but dude, so first of all, a guy twice his age and we already know that John Wick is the boogeyman told to us by this other character the boogeyman we should have recorded he's that. basically an old man and the he's gonna boogeyman. say like no more guns let's just fist fight ha, ha, it, ha, it was just ha. stupid it just didn't make any sense that was it didn't fit one. the rest of the vibe of the of the movie but yeah i don't like and i think that's usually and that's been i feel like with movies like that fast and the furious the other ones i always feel like the ending is an issue for these movies because well, yeah. they tend to do like the better action set pieces in the middle of the film and even like the mission impossible movies, which I love, um, they tend to have like the ending tended to not be as interesting as like the middle set pieces of things. Right. Right. So me- one- maybe I'm just not getting it. But to me, like all the movies that you're talking about, uh, in terms of the, the revenge, is it callous for me to say like, if they had actually killed his wife, then I like, I b- believe this more, but the, the freaking dog i'm sorry no but like, I, I don't think the dog is just he, he's clearly let's be clear about john wick not a stable person 
he's a person who was a psychotic I mean, psychotic killer. Yeah. Obviously, right? Well, I think we're supposed to believe that he has some normal relationships. Well, but somehow. A very stable marriage, it seems, where he was able to not be a hitman or insane. Yeah, maybe he found one person, and that person's dead, and then, like, he's clearly unhinged, and then they kill the dog. You're trying to convince yourself of something. No, I'm not, because I don't think it's... But I don't also think I need to sit here with a film like this and be like, what's it... Because I don't give a shit. I want to see him... You said this is a good movie. This is not a good movie. It is a good movie for what it is. Uh, You you told me that there's like... Go ahead. There is. There's good shots and good action. Good shots and good action doesn't equal a good movie. uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, as to me, I'm sorry. To me, a movie that is minus story is not a good movie, right? Like, like if you don't a have a good story, story, it's not a believable. Well, that's story. the thing. Like, it's I, not, I, like so, at no right. point do you emotionally invest I, in this movie. I felt bored throughout the pretty much the entire movie, just because it was sort of predictable what was going to happen. The action and stuff, it, while interesting to me, is dated. Like stylistically the movie is an is a late 90s at best it looks like it could have came out around the time as something like the matrix and action wise it's not as good as i mean like if you want to see the gung fu thing like i was texting brian earlier equilibrium is a much better movie oh you see i like this better than equilibrium it's not even close It's not even close. So to me, so like that emotional connection to your protagonist is so important in a revenge film. And so if we don't feel like Keanu Reeves has a reason to kill all of these people, <laughs> well, we, if we dead. don't believe, no, you do not. Yeah, None of these people killed, killed dog. his dog. Well, they've minimized None it the whole time. His dog. That's the funny. The funniest part is that the filmmakers minimized it. The whole time because they kept having the other people go like it's just a dog like i don't understand like i'm sorry we'll make it up to him like the guy even calls him and gives him a chance gives it basically a chance to like disarm everything but he's just like no i can't i'm gonna kill the guy well, and the guy and, was worse than that the, the guy story came that we his get house, stole his yeah, car, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically and, crapped okay. on him like, and he kills that, everybody on the way to get to that guy there's just well, reckless to be fair, to be abandon fair, of killing to be everyone fair, he he killed the bodyguards and the three guys who stole his car and took the dog and didn't kill the other people and then with his until like they killed william defoe and put a hit on and then no, with no, his I mean, he killed everybody accuracy, at the club he kills everyone at the club yeah, because... except for the naked man with no gun running <laughs> across the room yeah, he misses him nice very believable um you don't emotionally connect with this character in uh, fact if you're sitting what there you looking learn... for emotional connection in yeah, john yeah, wick then you're not gonna no, like it no Brian, even in a revenge film, it's you kind of need an important fe- part. Yes, you yeah, need I to care. Oh, I so no, disagree. I, disagree. I so disagree because if you can't invest in one character in the film, then it doesn't matter how cool the yeah, stuff I looks. I like John Wick. You I don't like him. John he is, is an cool. unlikable character. No, I don't think he's unlikable the at all. The story that the Russian drug crime lord tells us is that he has killed. In so many ways, so many people, and th- yeah. in ways that were never. You want to see how he's going to kill people? No. that's the point no. of seeing this movie. That doesn't. That doesn't. But drag he, he doesn't. In. He doesn't. Even even that, because like I, I want to count how many times he k- shot somebody in the head. A lot. 
And that, but that, that's I, that's like, not does, interesting. How does it stay interesting well, to you? Like, funny. I just don't understand. Right? No, to me, I'm sorry. I think that this is like a juvenile movie. I think it's yeah. like, how many ways can we have him shoot a person? We can have him somersault. We can have yeah. him shoot them out the window. We can have him shoot from this window. We can have him yeah. use a and sniper. And it's not trying to be anything but other than that's that. Been that's been done. My point. I'm sorry. What's new oh, about this movie? Done at that there is level. nothing in this movie that is new. This is this is all old oh. stuff. Nothing feels new what, except was the, the puppy. What, what did the you hate the most? New? What did you? This is funny, Brian. What did you hate the most about this movie? Oh God, Jim, I can't remember last night. Tell me when they were speaking Russian. Oh God, the the subtitles. So oh, the, the subtitles. So if you're saying uh, no, across. no, stylistic. You're saying it's supposed to look noir. The subtitles look like they're supposed to be from no. some middle school kids I'm production not, using right, his you too, you too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you my let me let me explain my my reasoning. I went into this kind of thinking I was going to like this movie. What I came away with is that this could be like the male version of the notebook. <laughs> and I hate no. it just as much. And I'll tell you why. It's because Ridiculous. all the same problems we have with the notebook exist here. There's a bunch of shit that happens that men of a certain age of a certain mindset are going to really grab onto, but there's nothing else around this movie. Same thing with the notebook. When we talk about like certain, yeah, this one, the reaction to this one is significantly better critically, but here's what I'm going to, well, what's what funny argue. is the, the audience did not like this as much as the critics uh, uh, based on, and I would suggest because we were talking the rot about the rotten tomatoes. Uh, I would say folks that like movies like John wick are much more likely to rate something on rotten tomatoes than folks that like that is like 100% true. Yeah, so but I'm talking about the critics, uh, well, the critics were at 80%. The critics were 87. Oh, That's you're right. Right, audience was audience was eighty. Yeah. yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. But but still, don't you think that that leans that that skews a certain way? No, not if if it were fans, if it were the fan number I was talking about, I'd say yes. Okay, I yeah, I want to know like what what is critically acclaimed as uh, as winning in this movie. Well, I think the action. We'd have to go read. I think the the cinematography. I think what people are going to say the same thing. It's modeled after a western. Um, I I think your issues with certain th you didn't like some of the character. I thought the characters were interesting and get even more. They they purposely play it even more interesting as you go on. You have the uh, guy from the wire who's working the desk. Ian McShane, who I always love. Um, yeah, he's in it for like thirty seconds. It no, but he's in it enough that you're you have an interest of literally like, screen time is probably under two minutes. Yeah, and they build off that, and I like the idea of just that wor weird world that they start to create with like the gold coins and where these calling, and that these people have all these kind of secret world that's hovering through New York that all these people know who John Wick is like the police guy shows up at his house he's like uh working again john yeah, like there's bodies like strewn out through his i like that the guy who's cleaning up uh, all the dead bodies doesn't have quentin tarantino in a bathrobe dropping racial slurs uh when he's cleaning up bodies unlike in mm -hmm. pulp fiction uh and i do think and 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 you can, and it's a valid criticism for this movie um that if you saw the second movie 
it does make the first movie more interesting. And that's a valid criticism. Like it, right, you, you shouldn't have to wait to until second, the second but, movie but to understand but a the lot, story. There are a lot of films that fall into that yeah, route. I and think, I think it's, I th- some films take a while, and maybe the first one isn't the best. And the Fast and Furious, but I'm thinking of like some of the other ones, sometimes, like when they got The Rock in, it took a movie here or there for them to get their bearings. Right, you know, but, but that's the thing about like wanting... I think certain people will get certain things out of a movie, right? And I think whether you enjoy the movie or not is really dependent on what you're what you know what well, you what, enjoy about what, movies, yes, right? What you're thinking going into this, right. like if you like, uh, I watch. I, no, because I'm not going to lower my expectations because we're doing a podcast about movies. Yes, <laughs> like that's no, but I, my point is that's how you watch movies, and it was the similar issue you had with like. 2001 like you want a you need you're well, like when you watch a movie for you you need which is fine there's nothing wrong with but that, see, to have like that i felt like we were I able to say that though about 2001 i feel like we had that conversation about 2001 that you can stand back and look at how certain pieces in 2001 were exceptionally done yeah cinematographically that's a no and i'm not saying this movie is anywhere near as good but But, i'm saying like you the two of you have like a certain criteria that you're just going to judge all movies which is fine i don't know my point is i i no because we didn't do that with varsity blues there's certain there's certain things uh about certain movies that i'm willing to overlook if they fulfill like standards in a certain genre like uh, you know the example would be something about mary when we watch that so i think you know jim thought we were both going to like this movie because we thought we thought it was going to be like the new version of of the roadhouse right of roadhouse um and i I was trying to figure out no it's not (laughs) i was trying to figure out you know like why so I'm not saying that Roadhouse is well, a great better movie. Characters. I enjoyed Roadhouse, right? It's not a great movie. Roadhouse has better characters it interacting with each other. It does have better characters. There's such an interesting story like, happening like the, there. Right. Even even for as little as as um what's his name? Uh who's his Sam. mentor? Sam. Sam mm-hmm. uh what's, what's Weston. His? Not no. Weston. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Elliot. For as little as he is in Roadhouse. He's about the same amount in Roadhouse as Willem Dafoe's in this. Thought Again, better than Willem Dafoe. Well, not yeah, but there's no. The, it's not a, not even about their acting because I think they both acted fine. The the relationship between Keanu Reeves and Willem Dafoe is non-existent. It doesn't. There's nothing. There's nothing that happens for us to understand why he's all, he's on John Wick's side. And well, that was overly. Twi- I thought. I thought that they. The the mistake with that character, I thought, was like that. But that's that every character in this movie. Is a twist. Like, were we supposed to think that he was just waiting to kill him and he was helping him just right, so that right. he could kill him and get them? And then it turns out the twist was that he wasn't doing that. Right, I but guess. that's the thing. Like, the all the character interactions in this movie are surface level. There's no. There's no all they needed to do. What I'm saying, the reason I, I have a problem with this movie is because there could be a good movie here. Again, like if you just fill out the, if you That's fill out it. the story and the emotional, any any kind of, like anything. Like I, I'm trying to remember. There's a Can movie, I, the movie with Vin Diesel that's like a revenge movie that I I oh, yeah. saw and I like better than this. Gets Can I make a suggestion? <laughs> yeah. If they had taken the first 
15 minutes of this movie and been willing to get rid of some of the action and actually shown us the wife alive and him interaction <laughs> interacting well, with her and and like built that out a little bit more so that we are invested in yeah, him he, as a he, person maybe first. but can i can i add this i also don't think that you two are the target audience for this film clearly. well i think that's absolutely true yeah yeah absolutely but again so i, I, I so honestly that's dude, my though, point with that i, I honestly of... don't even 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 if i whittle it down to like action i it was boring it was oh, boring wow. I, I and, and never didn't... heard somebody say that about John Wick. You're yeah, like it, I just like it, by we the end of the movie, it, it was just like he's running in around. the middle. And with the second viewing, the second night, we were like, "All right, I guess we got to finish this." I didn't want to even <laughs> like I I just didn't I know have the second one ready to watch. Well, I have I both of them because they were both. It was nine dollars oh, for both of them, and I will be now. going to number three, <laughs> and I will be listening to the pop-addled John Wick three oh. movie special. Oh, maybe I'll have is. to go beyond yeah, that. Wait, you should. When that you is, should. I don't think you should be on that. I think you should be barred from that. No. Uh, Keenan sounds like Keenan's on my side. No, I Keenan loves John Wick. I don't think he does. But so here's what I think. What I hear happening. So wait, how, how many movies are there? Are three out now? The third two? one's no, coming two. out. Oh, there's third two out now. So did you really love this movie as much after you watched the first one? Or do you feel like you saw the second one and that's really I what made you? I like the first one for what they did. I like movies that are shot and I thought they shot it well. I thought the editing was pretty, it was was well done. Uh, so I like films from that perspective and I, I like it um, from just an action perspective. I'm not going to put it, see I I subdivide when i watch something but, but if you like I it so much watching like... something about well i'm not but my point is this i'm not i'm defending it because i don't think it's as bad as you guys think it is but i wouldn't put this as like the my favorite franchise or oh, you no. know like i'll go see the third one when it comes out because i think it'll be cool to see and i like it but i'm not gonna say it's in all my like all-time list of films so that's my point but i, yeah, I would is, say like, like even like the movie that he and peel made as sort yeah. of like a reference to this, Keanu is Keanu. a better movie wow. than this. Oh, I don't. I see. I think it's, you guys and it's hilarious. Really like it. I, I thought I, like I honestly it, I like it just it. didn't. It didn't connect with me on any level. Like I, I wasn't wowed by anything. Like I don't know. I, I just and I, I, I feel like I need the disclaimer of like I. There are action movies that I really like. Like I watched yeah, Transformers is, I like and was even, like off of the okay. couch, like you, so you excited. Like Transformers, about... yes, the, that is the, the first film. one. She did. She liked that movie. movie. I that did not like it. Just steaming pile it. of no. okay, this Let's conversation is over. Let's watch it. Oh, no, I'm not I watching. Walked, I'll tell you why. The, I walked out of the theater for the second one. Loved the second one. Yeah, the first one's not a bad. I didn't see the second one. Yeah, first one was okay. All right, let's go spanning the globe. He stayed because that girl was in it. What was her name? Oh Megan, my God, Megan. Uh, Megan Fox. Fox. <laughs> Fox. Um, uh, then she started go. talking, though. I was yeah. like, I'm mm. over her. All right, here's our game. <laughs> We're playing a game this week uh, before we have instant reaction. Fast four. I want you Brian both Austin of you. Green. All right, both oh, yeah, of you did. guys did. to rank okay. these Keanu Reeves movies one through four. I go first. This is hard. This is hard. Yeah, yeah. John Wick, Speed, The Matrix, Wait, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I just need a minute to make my list. Okay. Okay. Um, 
as as Katie thinks for a second. Okay, uh, just I'm ready. To, oh, okay, 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 perfect. I'm good. Here we go. All okay. right, Jim, you go first. What do you got? One, uh, two, four. Matrix is number one. Okay. Uh, ooh, the, Bill and Ted and Speed are are a tough one for me. I haven't. I'm gonna go Bill and Ted two, Speed okay. three, John Wick four. Um, I think yeah, it's tough. That's a. I, there's probably some other Keanu movies I would throw in there, too. There are in some there other too. good ones, too. But I just I tried to do a cross-section mm. through the years yeah. of the different ones he did. Uh, my my list was very similar to yours. I was going to say it's been a long time since I saw Bill and Ted, but I loved it when I was younger. <laughs> loved it. Bill and Ted uh, 3 coming in production. Yeah, so I would love to rewatch that. I wonder how that holds up. <laughs> Um, so just in terms of past emotional reaction, I'm going to go Matrix, Bill. Yeah, same. Matrix, Bill and Ted, Speed. Although and Speed Speed is a I really good. John, I love Speed. I love Speed. Speed is a very good movie. I love yeah. Speed 2. Speed. Not so good. Not, no. a good. not not a good movie. Is that on a boat? Is that what that? that yes. Thing? It's a great episode of How Did, Did This Get Made on Speed 2, okay. if you want to listen to. Um, it, Willem Dafoe is the bad guy in Speed Did 2, How Did This Get Made do John Wick? No, they, no. Paul it's not. It's not that. Like. It's not. It's not bad enough to be funny. Like the, it's not that. It's just not bad. No. So. Um, okay. Uh, instant reaction. Anybody get a chance to see the Spider-Man trailer? I. Uh, I did. Showed... Katie has not, and I don't. She hasn't seen it. Endgame yet. Now you guys have not seen Spider-Man: Homecoming yet. I have not. No, 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 and we're no, supposed we to. We yeah. need to see that. That is on the schedule it. for us to do before Far From Home comes out. Oh, good. So yeah. we will watch good. it. Yes, we um, need to see that. Uh, very spoilery. Yeah, you don't want to watch so the trailer for that until yeah. you oh, see Endgame. Okay. Um, but Wait, it, Homecoming. It, no. No, you don't. Oh, sorry. It's very spoilery for Endgame. So I don't know if we want to talk about it much, but I would, if you've seen Endgame, see the trailer. Okay. It looks very interesting. It looks awesome. Is all I'm going to say. Yeah. You're going to, I I think you guys will love <coughs> Spider Man Homecoming. We've yeah, heard Brian said it's like a, it. Brian it's said like it's a like John Hughes Marvel movie. I'm into it's, it. Yeah. That's on the schedule. <laughs> so uh, anybody who's seen that, we will be doing that in the future. Uh, Thoughts? Uh, by the way, just quickly on the Spider-Man trailer, 135 million views in 24 hours. That trailer. All right. Which is insane. Uh, thoughts on Game of Thrones Episode 4? We've been doing all our Game of Thrones discussions Ugh. each week. Um, what is your thought on that episode? I think we're seeing... I think we're seeing the downfall of a great show. Oh. I think I think the the this last season will be looked at as like well they did they had six good seasons and then it sort of went off the rails because with the battle of Winterfell or whatever they're calling it um there were a lot of plot problems I think and I think as each episode goes on more and more are going to be come to light and I I'm still shocked that they decided to resolve the problem of the Night King prior to whatever is happening with Cersei. Because it, it just always felt like this show was about, hey, we, we're silly people doing all these stupid things for this throne, but there's this real threat coming. And we need to get our shit together and figure it out. And now the real threat is taken care of the third episode of the last season. There's three more episodes, and it just seems like it's hard to care as much about what's going to happen now. Yeah. I don't know if any if you felt that way. No, I agree. 
Because uh, you already get this sen- sense of like that this is just a blip in the scheme of civilization, right? In the scheme of history, that like yeah. kings and queens come and go, empires rule, they're taken down, yada yada. The battle against the undead is forever, yeah. <laughs> right? Like that. So it just feels like whether Cersei or Danny is queen, like certainly it matters, but it doesn't feel like it matters as much as the like the end of the world. Right. I, I would have liked to seen those two storylines flip flop so that the Cersei thing was handled in episode three. Yeah. And then the Night King was handled in episode six. I agree. I went back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. I was rethinking the Winterfell episode prior to watching episode four. What can we what do they call it? I can't even remember. Um, they, they like hold the Jokaris? names back. Yeah. Um and I was like, you know what? Maybe there's something brilliant about how they did it because they 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 tricked us. You know, it's like, oh, this was going to be the end piece, and now they're going to do something really interesting. I hope. And in, in terms like Jamie of Jamie killing um, Cersei. No, but I I I almost meant like interesting in the fact that it was going to be very character driven. You know, it's like, yes, we, we understand, like, this Night King, and we all thought John was going to kill the Night King, and it turned out to be Arya, which I have no problem with. I know some people do. We can argue that's a whole different argument. I thought the first, like, 15 to 20 minutes of that episode Sunday was not interesting to me at all. Like, yeah. It was that's like... And I have to be... Do you know what I realized this week? I don't really like this show that much. I don't like it as much as I thought I did. I don't read the books, yeah. so I don't have the emotional attachment. But I'm thinking back to like when Lost was going off the air, and like 24 was going. All these shows that I really love, and I'm like, man, I could not. I was like Sunday night. I was like, eh, maybe you can watch this episode. Maybe I'll wait till Monday. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, eh, we kind of spoilery if I wait till Monday. And I'm watching the episode, and I'm just like. This is what you killed the Night King so quickly for. Also, the I, did anyone That's else? That's what I didn't get. Like, I also I didn't get, like, yeah, why right. that like if you're gonna give me something really unique and interesting, like we killed the Night King, but don't worry, here we go. That's not what it was. Yeah, and then they kill another dragon out of nowhere. They uh, trivialize you know, that, I, I and then I didn't really uh, uh, understand or believe that if Cersei has a whole line of giant crossbows on her castle, that she wouldn't have just killed the third dragon while the dragon was sitting there. And she, I mean, well, they made it so seem many, like she so could have obliterated things. everybody there. There's so many problems with this. Uh, this was one of the first times, though, since. I, and I think maybe it's because of the set pieces leading up to this. That scene when they're standing outside the castle just looked cheap to me. It didn't look good. I thought good. this whole episode was cheap, and I think it was the cheapest episode of the season. It didn't. Like those those things fall. up on like they're not showing any of the other, any of the rest of the castle like in the background. Were there? Yeah. It it just it was so minimized and like, uh, like. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna care about these characters as writers enough to like to like make something interesting happen after the the after no, the I think they Night do King think dies. It's interesting. And that's my criticism of this season. Is my biggest criticism of this season is I feel like they have gotten too caught up in this idea of trying to have us 
there. And it like so in the Battle of Winterfell, they're like, we're gonna light this really dark. Yeah. So you feel like you're immersed in this. And then we're gonna go in the blizzard. But you can't see shit. Like, which yeah. is aggravating beyond belief. And then you take this week. It's like now we're gonna have this scene that makes no sense. All of a sudden Danny and everybody's on a ship and a dragon gets shot and killed. Like, yeah. where the hell did that ship come from? How did she get there? No, no, we want How? you to be as spry- surprised as they are. So we're just, just going to spring this on you. And not like, only that, like, I, how I you... need that. Like, that, you, they want us to be, like, shocked. Like, oh, my God, they came out of nowhere. Oh, my God, the dragon's dead. You it's can't just, come out of nowhere with rushed. a fleet of wooden ships. Like, that, it, 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 it made no sense. It, it's just, it feels it's so, so dumb. rushed. And it's like, and also, like, this thing that aggravates me is clearly now... Danny's insane. Yeah. Oh my God. Her and, descent but, has been. And her descent uh, was that ridiculous close-up of her face on the freaking dragon flying at him. Are we supposed to believe that's when she like snap snapped, and now she's a lunatic? Like, when did that happen? It literally happened overnight, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It is so out of character for her. And it, again, they are trivial. Like they're taking all these characters that they spent so much time meticulously crafting and just ruining them. Like it, it's really sad. I, I really hope they have like a, 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 you know, a rabbit in the hat that they can pull out here in the end. But I, I'm figuring what they have an hour to have two hour, two and a half hours. Well, that's left. the thing. It's like, and everything's usually, so now we're supposed to have a, bigger battle which to me makes no sense they're like everyone's like oh the battle for king's landing is even more amazing than the the battle against the undead that makes no sense to me you're fighting it's because no one saw the battle against the the undead you're fighting the undead you're fighting dead people how can any battle top that you had a dead dragon now we couldn't tell which was the dead dragon which was the real dragon but that's not here or there mm-hmm. um you know and now they're gonna fight cersei who by the way has legitimately become like a caricature of a caricature of a villain that mm-hmm. would be played on saturday night live She's just like, oh, the whole city can burn. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Somehow I'll survive. And Jamie? Give me a break. Like, so he's with Brianna, and then all of a sudden now he's like, eh, hey, you know what? I killed, I threw a kid out of a tower. I killed my cousin. I think I'm that just going to go all... back to her now. Like, no, I, I think what? that's all a story. I think he's, <sighs> I, I think he's going back for a reason. Well, yeah, I mean, this, this, this and, and, and. I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater on on this one cuz like I I think this is something that those guys do all the time which is uh they'll have a character say something but not continue their thought and so like the the ambiguity there is that they're going to let the viewer take what they want from that and then in a later episode say what the character really meant. So yeah. well there's the th- problem is there's not many later episodes. Well, you're going to see where Jamie's loyalties lie. So it seems like, you know, if you're one type of viewer, you say he's going, he, he just told Brian how, what a horrible person he is. He's going to continue being a horrible person or you let him make amends, right? Like you, him spouting that off is sort of like a reconciliation and he's going to do his penance by doing the right thing now. And he so, doesn't want her to follow him. And that, that's the stuff that they do that they've done in the past that has been really well regarded. I think here it comes off really cheap for some reason. 
And can I say this? It, like, this is kind of the argument you guys are making, John Wick. Um, but I don't think character necessarily for like a John Wick style film was as important to me. Oh, yeah. This show has always been about character. Yep. And who the hell do I care about right now on that show? Mm-hmm. Uh, John. I think John is the only person left that I know. But I think it, you and care, I about care about Arya too. And Sans- I, I was going to say Arya, the kids. Sansa and Arya. Yeah, but they're making a lot of these so unlike. I don't understand why these characters that have been so multi-dimensional. Are I think being you like whittled down to just like simple stereotypes here. I don't know. I end. think you still do care about all of the Starks, and I and I do think that the complexity of that of the situation between John and Danny um, that there's still something there, right? There's still something of interest there because you know that decision that Sansa makes in terms of whether to tell or not, like yeah, that's powerful information and i think we see uh, that in the conversation between varis and yeah that's the most um, important Tyrion, thing. right like what's going to happen with that information and regardless of what john wants to happen and i think the question this season for danny in terms of character has been how much so Cer- cersei is a power crazed tyrant right danny has had moments of seeming that way, right? Where there's this balance between wanting to free people, liberate people, be a benevolent leader, and then also just wanting to be the the lady in charge, right? Like wanting to mm-hmm. have... So, so how much of it is like compassionate well, and how much of it is power hungry? I think that you're going to see in the next two episodes, you know, like what it is for her yeah well well, here's the other thing that's sort of not not just concerning but it's also like you've now have you taken three of the characters we sort of care about the most off the board right so like sansa is not coming right it seems like sam's done which is absolutely absurd done yeah based upon what the guy who john bradley who's the actor tweeted i like he's ridiculous that was our end so that was yeah or or is it going to turn into this like wire-esque ending where they just show clips of everybody maybe and then and then brand brand's still hanging out at winterfell right don't know what brand i like uh, that's the thing yeah i feel like that now granted i didn't read the book but I feel like that whole mythology, like since he's become that, like where did those ravens go during the fight of Winterfell? Yeah, his they, they story feels un, unfulfilled. I just don't understand like that character. Like yeah. I, I feel I, I, I don't know. And yeah. I, again, I, I might be more crazed if I were a huge Game of Thrones like book fan and stuff. Well, like I think that. I think for me, I'm just glad that. There are two more books coming. We hope. Hopefully. Hopefully. Before <laughs> well, the man dies. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if not, whatever. But you know, I have uh I've seen so many of my favorite like this very similar thing happened with <laughs> the Dark Tower. When are we watching that Stephen one, King. by the way? Uh, I don't think I can put you through that. And that's not, that's cool. It, no, it has, like, we've said that we need to do it. It, we, it I, has I paid off. It. it has paid off. Yeah. No, you're right. But that's surprise. It's surprised. <laughs> I was shocked how good that movie is. What? Which one? It, There's been like a curse oh, it, of well, yes. anyone it, trying it to bring was, Stephen yeah. King. To, yeah, people to struggle with Stephen King a lot. Um, and I think this really gets to it, Brian, is like if they, 
Stephen King writes for character. So like he does <laughs> not say the same he thing. he is locked in a jail to his characters. So he doesn't give yeah. a shit if he has the best idea in the world for how something should play out. If he can't if if he sits there and says, I have all these chess pieces and this is what they would do in this situation, he's fucking gonna make them do that. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> there's I mean, no chance. Yes, yeah. agreed. Agreed. And and there's that sometimes can be a detriment to certain things and it doesn't it doesn't which by the way is why he despised stanley kubrick shining so much because so much of what kubrick was was not about individual characters Mm -hmm. yeah his was more about like a like a feeling yes thematic ideas and things like that yeah kubrick kubrick to me is always just someone who who wants to take whatever film he's doing and impart some like deep-seated feeling in the viewer and and, yes. and just keep expanding on that scene by scene by scene yes. by scene. It's by very scene. different type of storytelling, mm-hmm. right? And right, I think right. that's why people kind of make fun of Stephen King at times on like Twitter and Facebook and other movie sites. They're like, King all King always says even like his bad productions. Oh, I saw it and it's amazing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. And except and then they always say except it was The Shining. And, but I think so much of that is because they were diff- so different in their perceptions of what sto- how stories should be told. Like well, just and I think that's a, that's a difficult situation of... to be in, right? Where like somebody's yeah. reinterpreting, reenvisioning your work for the screen. Yeah, I think that that you're in a bad place to come out as a critic against it. You know? Yeah. Oh, I I, I agree. I think it's it's hard. He to was do, also uh, a lot younger when when. He the shiny came out. He, no, he was. I think it's. I just think it's interesting, and I think they're obviously very different things. I've never read The Shining, but it maybe with Doctor Sleep, which is coming out, it's supposed to be a more. Well, yeah, um, you're not. It's you're not going to be able to watch the film The Shining and then watch Doctor Sleep and kind of understand what go, what's going on. Yeah, you're going to want to so, read want to read The Shining. The Shining. Uh, all right, time for five questions. Okay, Brian, we wrote these really quickly, so... Yeah. Do you want to read them or you want me to? Uh, we'll take turns. Okay. Okay. Uh, Brian, thumbs up or thumbs down on Keanu Reeves? Thumbs up. I think he is uh, similar to... We were talking about Paul Walker with Varsity Blues last week. When he gets a role that's a Keanu-like role, he delivers. Yeah. Um, he's not for everybody. Um, you know, he's not a Leonardo DiCaprio, but I, I enjoy him and the things he chooses it was supposed to be also by the way an absolutely amazing person mm. like amazing person like paul walker by the way yep. they were both supposed to be amazing people all right would you rather own a pit bull or a beagle uh i don't ever want to own a dog uh the only dog i've ever truly loved is a beautiful dog named rookie who is my roommate <laughs> But you have to, to choose here because uh, it's a would you rather. Would you rather have the beagle from the beginning uh, the, of the movie the, the, or the, the, the pit bull? Yeah, the beagle. I, 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 no, I can see I, you owning I, a beagle. Yeah. Yeah. I, a beagle is a good choice. This, you know, I understand people love pit bulls and I'm sure they're great animals, but I, they also can be wildly dangerous. Yeah. Okay. What, so <laughs> I know this isn't the question, but like last scene, the, oh, like yeah. ending up in the, the, in the dog. In the vet. Yeah. Place. 
Like yeah. bro, oh. Jim pulled out the bridesmaids line. I was like, out. I was like, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna rescue all these dogs. And yes. then I said, what he's if, turns out he's more of like a ten dog guy than a one dog guy, yeah. like the reverse what bridesmaids. What if he turns into yes. a Caesar and just like yes. runs the dog camp, yeah. gives he up his hitman ways? He's like, I'm gonna reform all the dogs. I will say this: that dog does some really cool shit in John Wick too, and does some like apparently crazy stuff in john wick 3 all right so um john wick, in john wick 3 he's also riding a police horse uh through times square I'm sorry, the dog? shooting people in the head oh nice. I'm sorry yeah so is the no. dog john on the horse think, just john wick uh, i want to see the dog i don't know i have we, have we haven't seen it yet i'll let you know all right um so fill in the blank blank is a better revenge movie than John Wick. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> Somehow Bernie comes back. They go to the, they go to the Caribbean. I never I don't saw know, that. I don't know how they do that. Uh, I should add that Weekend at Bernie's is actually a mo- summer movie on our calendar to to watch. Uh, so I'm not looking ready forward for, to that. Get ready for is that. He- is not is my Heather's style a revenge movie? Uh, no. Kind of. Yeah. There's a, I, I was I was uh, seriously looking at this though. There are some pretty. Um, I've never a been movie. a huge necessarily revenge movie person, but there's some really good. The Vin Diesel one. I can't, well, I'll look up the name of that for next week. Jason. I think it's called... Kill Bill is a revenge movie. Kill Bill. Yes. yes. I, Kill Bill. Kill better. Bill's very good. Um, yeah. There's there's the a Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Unforgiven turns into a revenge un- movie. Yeah. Un- Unforgiven is a great movie. Yeah, as well. What's There's the, lots of weekend, um, weekend at Bernie's too. What was the newer one with Clint Eastwood, the old man in the neighborhood? Oh, Grand Torino. That's Grand not Torino. a revenge. Not revenge. Movie. No, I couldn't remember um, why he went on the. No, it's a, that's no. a racism movie. No, yes. I remember the racism. I just couldn't remember <laughs> what the violence was for. I did and remember and that. And violence, yeah. a little bit of everything for yeah. everybody. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, all right, number four. What's your favorite Keanu Reeves movie? Uh, Keanu Reeves. As a professional football quarterback in a little film yes. called The Replacements. That's <gasps> a good movie. Love the Replacements. Gene Hackman, Costello hey. brother favorite right there. John Gene Favreau. That's so hardball. John Favreau is the hard-hitting linebacker. Uh-huh. Um, and who's the, the British kicker uh, the from British, he's, oh, Notting Hill? From Notting Hill, which I'd love to watch again at some point, Notting oh, Hill. Oh, I it's, love Notting is, Hill. This is the um, 20th anniversary of Notting Hill, actually. I'm in. This mm-hmm. I'm in. We love some yeah, Julie I Roberts. I really like Notting Hill. Yeah, Notting Hill um, is great. She's a good third. Uh, f- hardball. 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 Great Keanu movie. Oh, Have you I ever love, seen it? I love Keanu in that movie. I'm I blown away I do, I by do your ability Keanu. to show up. <laughs> I love Keanu. Like, I do love yeah, him. Yeah, he's fun. He does some really good stuff. I don't good love stuff. him as John Wick. That's speed, fun. as you Speed's guys said, is a I mean, uh, the, the Matrix is hard to not throw in there well, i mean there's so probably, many other people it's probably his best hey remember keanu reeves is the the slacker in parenthood the movie no he's yeah, i, he's good. I he's and i never that. saw the leak house but i heard that was a steaming pile of crap yeah oh yeah the, you mean, that, that, I, the mailbox that yeah, was yeah. like a the portal mailbox. to a magical place that's yeah. like a knockoff of the notebook they made i don't think it's actually a mm. Uh, um, Nicholas Sparks thing, okay. but it was like made because of yeah, the yeah. notebook they wanted making to cash so in much on that money. Crowd. Yeah, yeah. All right. absolutely. Deep thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you were the star of a revenge movie, what would be your weapon slash fighting style of choice? Hmm. 
I would like uh, to use some Billy Blanks Tybo. Yes. As my fighting style of choice. Oh, I, like I forgot Tybo. about that. Yeah, remember, uh, 100%. Train put it in a song. I spent a whole yeah. summer of my life yeah. at the Jersey Shore doing Tybo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like yeah. to use some Tybo, and as a weapon, ah, ooh. I don't know what I would like to use as a weapon. That would be, in, oh, orange fencing. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to wrap people up. Good choice. Yeah. And orange friends. My student teacher was having her uh, senior week this, like, last week. Mm -hmm. Did you give her some orange friends? No, but I I did tell her the story. And I I relived some of our experiences. Did she appreciate that? She did appreciate the story. Yes. Did you tell her never to do what we did? Uh, No. She needs needs to take some risks. She needs to have fun. She's a good good kid. If if not now, when? Did she have a friend that thought it was a good idea to set up fireworks over a parking lot in which cars were? No, but um, she did have a roommate who planned to tase her. What? Yeah. Why? uh, Because she wouldn't lend her her car. So she was going to tase her and take the car? Yep. Or that is a crime. Yeah, it was. It was a crime. And she told her about this? Um, she woke up and found her with a taser. How easy is it to get access to a taser? Apparently you can buy one online. This I'm not she surprised learned. by that. Yep. And that is it's interesting. Apparently as easy as it is to buy a, a gun in our country. Mm. Do you know police have to be tased? You can buy one for $13 to, on Amazon. That's apparently. like a, that's a stun gun. That's not oh, exactly yeah. a but taser. Like, police a taser. to carry a taser need to be tased. Yeah, that's oh, like yeah. one of the rules. So you know, like not to use it unless it's absolutely. Did you see necessary. that video of the Chitwood. gym teacher? Was it oh. ch- no, no, no. The gym teacher that got permission from the high school parents to tase their kids. No, no. So that they wait, would know what it was felt that like in to be Alabama tased. by any chance. I'm sure it was in the South. I would imagine. It was amazing. No offense to our southern listeners who were no. probably zero. Keenan, South Delco. But I kind of appreciated. I kind of appreciated that it was like, no, if you're going to do dumb stuff, you need to know what it's going to feel like when the police take you down. No, there's there's actually a video somewhere out there of uh, Chitwood, the uh, Upper Darby police commissioner, getting tased mm-hmm. and dropping the yeah, F-bomb they, on the news. Places. I do but he that. drops the F-bomb on the news. Yeah, well, that, live. Was, that was their <laughs> fault for that live taping. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's on the news station. Is that kind station, of the face not on when she was on the trivia show? Like she had just been tased? No, I, this was my face. And 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 there was you have more color to your face now. I feel oh, like Oh, I had makeup on. But there was like the lighting, everything oh, was yeah. like You could see my bald spots. I try very hard to cover my bald spots, but the <laughs> cameras were like here, so it was like those, light. Th- those ah! HD cameras. Oh man, they show everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. Brian. I was shocked. Curtis does his makeup very well. Yeah, he I does his own makeup. Well, yeah, sure it's up do. on YouTube if you want to watch it, Brian. Yeah. yeah, well, let's put a link. So Jim will or Katie will put a link on to yeah, the we'll Facebook page for that, so you can watch. I want to watch actually. Yeah. It was fantastic. Funny. It was funny. Um, all right, recommendations for this week. Ooh, Anything I just started exciting? a new podcast. Oh yeah, what is it? It's called Thirty Six Questions. It's oh, based yeah, on yeah. these uh, the 36 questions that are supposed to bring you closer to a person and to the point of like falling in love, passionately in love with someone. Uh, oh, wow. By the end of those 36 questions, they're like research based. It's a, it's a, it's a whole thing. But somebody turned it-, it into a musical, a three part podcast oh. musical. 
it is quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. And the guy was King George in Hamilton, and he, like he's like a pretty well-known Tony-nominated uh, musical actor. And so that like the acting, the singing is really good. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Jim? Uh, I watched uh, a couple episodes of The Expanse on Amazon. Oh, how is that? It's pretty good so far. I'm I'm enjoying it. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Thomas Jane is in it. And uh, people really like that. I need to start yeah. watching it. I've yeah, it's got stuff, like all, all good stuff about it. Yeah, it, it was uh, very highly rated and it got canceled on and sci-fi. Amazon, Amazon bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jeff Bezos is apparently obsessed with it. <laughs> he was like, go buy this. Yeah. He's like, why don't we have this show already? Yeah. And he saved it. Awesome. All right. Perfect. Uh, I will champion John Wick on Blu-ray. John Wick 2. You don't need has, to own it. Don't own which it. Has, well, I don't. I took it out from the library, as you can see. There. Dollar uh, don't, don't buy it for $9 on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, I think $9 is it. Just a uh, couple of exciting things. Uh, Empire Magazine, of course, which I love. Uh, great podcast on the Avengers spoiler special, they call it, where they talk about the Avengers. Also, uh, listen to our friends at Pop Addled. If you love the Avengers, they did an amazing... Mm-hmm. Almost three-hour epic um, <laughs> Avenger Endgame. I'm interested review. to see what Katie thinks about when she sees it. Yeah, which I, I, I don't know. Get to see it. I don't know if you. We have not really. It's big. Yeah, we've only done Black Panther. We have not really delved into the Marvel. I think it's big much. enough in the pop culture that you want that you should probably see mm-hmm. it in the theater. I think you should see. It. No, I think I you should see it yeah. in the theater if you My can. My students get it, cannot honestly. handle the fact that I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I think you should see. Not okay with it. Um. All right. Uh, so listen happen. to Pop Addled, of course. We're just gonna um, they are fantastic. Uh, uh, also, this That's little beauty arrived in That's the mail. Oh, I am very excited about that, Brian. Again, it looks I am a fan of an Richard action movie. Greco. This, Do they even have it on Blu-ray? This looks uh, incredible. Actually, it, no. This is an interesting story. So uh, we wanted to do, we have been talking about If a Kill. We wanted to do it for the show. And I was like, this is very difficult to find. <laughs> Honestly, like I get around the movies. How out, much did you and pay I'm for like, this movie, I, Brian? I don't want Katie and Jim to have to pay for this because it's not even available. It's Sixty-eight dollars. You know. So no, I got it for eleven dollars. Um, all right. But all when right. you order it, when you order it from Amazon, it's from the the uh, Warner Brothers Collection Archives. Oh. So they tell you that they're like they're burning this disc specifically for you. Oh, that's very interesting. <laughs> like you, you cannot return it. Like. This is basically being re- burned cool. and put in a case, kind of. I feel like um, when I've bought like old movies that aren't are hard to yeah. find, they're always from like third party sellers, and then you're yes. like, I and don't even know actually, if this is a new movie. Like, yeah, no, this was through them. So we're gonna watch this when Katie and Jim are up, mm. uh, and then the following week we'll do it as part of our show. So, so we it have sounds it. Great. It's. I'm pretty excited about this. If looks could uh, kill, keeps one. making me think of the movie Death Becomes Her. Oh, um. God, that was a bad movie. <laughs> Why? I just feel like we should watch it for the pure entertainment Oh, my value. God. Oh, man, I remember watching Just because watching of the title being about Yeah, death. but why? Bruce Willis is so awful. Meryl, there's so many awful performances oh, in that yeah. film. We should not rewatch even, like, it. Fun, not even, I am like, fun sure awful. I watched just that like, movie right. at least four times. If I spend $350 on a taser, can I tase you <laughs> at your birthday? Uh, depends how much I've had to yeah. drink. <laughs> 
We can get one in that Can, can, we, can we get someone depends. to underwrite that, please? Uh, we're going to need the Actually, pens. Jerry, Jerry might be coming the birthday. We could probably listen. Him. Oh, Jerry will... left because he was so offended by the things I was saying about John Wick. He couldn't yeah. even. Jo yeah, yeah. Jerry, who loves to get in, in any kind of a verbal disagreement yes. about yeah. anything, well, you could probably couldn't handle him. some lady talk about John I mean, Wick. I mean, you, to you be fair though, him, if if the the other side if the other side of the argument is you need to lower your expectations, it's usually not a very good argument. I don't think it's lower your expectation. I think you have to. I I just differentiate films in different ways, and that's fine. I, and how you watch it, it's fine as well. Um, next week, um, we're hopeful that Keenan Laird from Pop Battle might be joining us <laughs> for a very special Com Majors event. Yeah. The 20th anniversary celebration of a little independent film, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom. Oh, thank God. So I don't need to do that one? If you don't want to. I think Keenan is much better for discussing the ins and outs of Star Wars. I think you're going to be good at this one, though. I think you need to be here for that. Yeah. No, it's good. This is going to be merciless. This is a movie that it's critically okay to be merciless about. Oh, this is going to be something that is real. I have not seen this film in a long time, and I don't think this film is going to have aged well. No. And I didn't like this it is, at the time. This is the so. origin of Jar Jar Binks, right? This yeah. is Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Um, I will give a spoiler right here. Um, when your favorite thing about the entire film is one soundtrack track, Duel of Fate, that's the only thing I like about the film. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny is there's one... I have those those few but lines. But I don't want to give too much away because that. But that is yeah. close funny. to the only thing I, I like have, about I have the, those few lines from movies that I repeat. I've always repeated like the like the 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 one from uh from chamber of secrets i didn't know you could read there's that one and then there's yes, this one good. it's working yeah. it's working yes oh. i do that a lot um oh, so man. we're at the uh we'll, we'll figure out we're hoping keenan can be on his schedule is a little erratic um he is a he lives and works and operates at a different time schedule yeah than katie jim and i so we're hopeful he'll be here uh we think he will be because he is our go-to star wars expert uh and I, i'm hopeful that tim might be on our if looks could kill episode <laughs> because he is a huge if looks could kill fan oh um, so a French teacher. I'm very excited yeah, about watching that. Katie, this is going to be up there with Roadhouse. For I know. You, I, I, I can already tell I'm going to love it. Yeah. And uh, lots of other fun stuff coming up. And um, that's it. All right. See everybody. All right, Ryan. Adios. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>